2: The following program is rated TV-MA-LSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, violence, and nudity. It is intended only for mature audiences.
1: here. Hi, Scout. Hi, babe. How are you? I'm, I'm so good and so excited. And I you look three chipper and happy coffee. over there. I have my first real night sleep last night. I had I got a new mattress, which oh, is nice. so great. And my kids left me the fuck alone for the first time <laughs> in so long. They did not come and try to get in bed with me or make me change their bedding in the middle of the night because Jagger pissed his bed or and Carter was oh, no. scared of the wolves in the backyard or which there are no wolves or whatever, so I finally yeah. got like solid. I didn't wake up till nine forty today. Who are you? I don't know. <laughs> Did it's you also so... get
2: laid? Is that what's also happening? No, you? <laughs> Dave,
1: no David's David's in uh, uh, LA, driving uh, my truck back for me right now. For, so, maybe, like, guys, we tried
2: trip. to record um, some podcasts earlier, like a couple of days ago, and. <laughs> Danielle could not get her kids to sleep so bad that she FaceTimed me to see if I could get her kids to go to bed. Yeah, And I tried, I tried, I desperately tried, man. You know
1: why? Because it doesn't get dark here until like 9.30. And And I don't have curtains or shades yet. Look at this light, dude. So the kids are like, it's not, oh, look at my hair. Isn't it amazing? They're like, look, they're like, it's not dark, mommy. It's morning. I'm like, no, bitch, it's 11 o'clock. You need to go to sleep. I am See, done. Jagger. No bitch. It
2: is nighttime. It's pretty bedtime. Much, pretty Get much. Get to bed
1: right now. So right now they're both home and David's not here. So I have one in one room with the iPad and headphones and I've got Carter in the other room with the TV and they're allowed to watch whatever they want as long as they leave me alone for 45 minutes.
2: So does David set the rules in the house? No, Because no. it seems to be when he leaves. sets rules. Okay. But then why? Because I feel like if David was there and the kids were acting like that. It would be a little bit more like they would listen a little bit more. They don't is act it like this when David's here. Okay. So why is that? Why I do don't they only do understand. it with you?
1: Ask every mom out there why their kids act like complete assholes oh, with heck, them. No. Uh-uh. And then like, when i like, <laughs> gonna be like huh. You know, they literally laugh at me and I'm, I don't yell and I don't spank, but I'm close to it. (laughs) Really close to it. I'm like, I, you are going to know what a spanking is at some point because Carter is just. So he antagonizes Jagger and then Jagger loses his mind and Jagger is going to be, he's like, wants to choke him out. If Carter would just leave him alone. He's so annoying. I love my kid, but he's a, you know what? They're bored, dude. They're stuck in the house. It's 114 degrees yeah, outside. They have to get used to it. I don't have a pool out here. They've got to get used to it. They haven't been in school. And like, they're
2: excited too. You know, they're excited. It's the, it's their, you know, it's a new place. It's their, their, their new home, yeah. their new stomping ground, you know? and now you got to get them out into the in you know your, I guess your your hometown that you're. I in. went to our friend's house. Oh, well, yeah, we went movies. to the movies
1: yesterday. I had a oh, beer no. in the movies. It was reclined seats. It only cost nine dollars. It was a gorgeous theater. What? God, I love Austin. Um, and then we went to my friend's house. Our one friend we have here with their kids. They went swimming for like four hours, and then oh, well, I drove great. them home, and and they were like out in five minutes.
2: Oh well, that's They're good. Out. Well, I haven't had a cup of coffee. Um, but I'm excited
1: because I have the guest here. And Scout, you bring I'm the, the best guests, I swear. I, you, you really do. I, uh-huh. I don't work enough that, like you do to like have anybody cool. Girl, oh, you're constantly
2: <laughs> working. What are you talking about? Yeah, but um, it's the same
1: people. It's the same group that yeah. everybody's already heard us talk about over and over and over again. I don't get to work with anybody
2: <laughs> new. Yeah, it's true. It's true. So, okay. You know, this person... When I met her, I was instantly like taken over by her energy mm-hmm. and, and I've never like, I haven't felt like this since probably you and I worked together Oh. and you meet that. someone and you're like, Oh my God, this person is so cool. Like, I want to, I, I want to be this person's friend. Like, she's so cool. She has such a good energy. Like she's so sweet, you know, like that, that kind of feeling. And you would recognize her from her show, This Is Us, because she made us feel all the feels, which I want to find out about, all of that stuff. And she has an incredible voice, and I want to talk about her music. Yes. But we have Chrissy Metz.
1: Chrissy Metz!
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> roll on in.
0: <laughs> you know, that's how I do. I just roll on in okay
2: guys she wrapped out so we're filming a movie in louisville we're we're still in louisville yes fyi we 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 um have been here for how
0: long have we been here Girl, 10 years
2: (laughs) not long enough
0: no not long enough and thank you for that introduction because i felt the same way about you instantly i called my friends i was like you you guys would love her she's so amazing and there's one day that i came to set um and I'll, i'll backtrack um, that I was in such a bad mood, foul mood. And I was like, nobody usually can shift my energy because it's massive. And whether it's positive or negative, whatever we want to label it. And and Scott was just like, hey. And I was like, <laughs> oh. And usually, you know, that would annoy uh, people. Like you can stop talking to me, <laughs> read the room. But instantly I was like, whoosh. And obviously you you know her very well. And I was like, oh my gosh, she is so powerful. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, so it was oh, really, really wonderful. Let's so sweet. be. Yeah, I, I I remember I remember that because I I had music blasting. Chris Stapleton, who was a fave. <gasps> so and I was I was oh I was goodness. and I was like, oh yeah, she would totally enjoy this. And when she came in, I could tell. So I lowered the music down, and I was like, okay, I'm reading the room. And then I was like, I shifted it, and I was
0: like, hi, how are you? What's going know. on? Let's. And it, it was talk. cute because then we ended up finding out that oh yeah, my boyfriend and I's sort of beginning of our love story was very similar to. Yes. His mom. but I was like. What in the world? <laughs> yeah, so <you laughs> bitches are
1: swiping on Bumble.
0: Yeah, listen, <laughs> ugh, <the> bitches. She's <laughs> born during the COVID, and you yes. me, for sure. Yeah, so um, so thank you for that introduction. Oh, I felt the absolute same about you. Yeah,
2: so. of course. Oh, yay. Yeah. yeah, we're we're having you know, it, it's one of those movies where it's like there's a lot of ups and downs, ups and downs. But I feel like. That's like every movie. Yeah, yeah. That, you know, yeah. it just just happens. But when you have good company around yeah. you, it just makes it that much better. You <sighs> thank know, thank God. Thank God, you
0: survive. Thank God, you survive the ship. Uh, yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> like we ain't playing the violins on the Titanic. No. <laughs> we're like trying to get it together and try to huddle together and just make the best of it. Mm. But like, yeah, there's ups and downs, obviously with everything, but. I do know that they're getting some great footage. Oh, yeah. That seems to always be the end of the day. Like, I know this was really hard, but. Right. mm -hmm. It looks great. I think that what we got is
1: really cool. So, What's your character, you guys? I haven't even. What's the name of the movie and what's your characters? I haven't even asked you.
0: OMG. What of the cliff notes? Yeah, right. It's hard um, to explain, huh? Shoot. I. Okay. So the elevator pitch is that I uh, play a woman named Faith who's been addicted to heroin basically all her life. And so she's been contending with in and out of rehab. She finally gets clean. She gets her nursing license. She gets her daughter back after many, many years of her being in the foster care system. And she is so madly in love with her daughter that she wants to basically um, keep her hostage. <gasps> and so Munchausen by proxy. And while she means well, she's really not not, not doing the best things for her daughter, And so while Faith's addiction rages and is always there sort of like in the back of her mind, and you know, as addiction is, I don't know how familiar you guys are with it, but Oh, we um, are. Yeah. Well, I have food (laughs) issues, so I know what addiction is like. (laughs) Um, And so it's just always there and Scout and uh, Connor Apollo's uh, characters were previous sort of missionaries and, and sort of friends who always were trying to help Faith get on the straight and narrow um, and so i don't want to give too much away i know the yeah, i know yeah yeah, yeah yeah i
2: know there's there, there's like a twist in the ending um that I feel like people are not going to expect so yeah
0: it's oh, definitely so listen i was on one season for five episodes of american horror story and before getting booked on that i was like i'll never be on that show it is too damn scary for me <laughs> i cannot do this crap are you kidding me i mean of course i revered the work but i was like absolutely not and then when this came out i was like oh lord okay, well, there's a story, there's this amazing, you know, plot and and story, and um, this gentleman named Shannon, who was a new writer, wrote the script, and I was like, okay, I understand, because he had, um, he had some addiction in his family, and I think that was the impetus to write the story, so it's, as all horror stories are, I feel they're always deeper than what sort of that surface level that most audience members might see, Mm -hmm. Um, so that's what initially attracted me to the the
2: project so. i mean you watching you do this i mean because you, you want to laugh I, <laughs> girl no it is so like 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 I, i'm feel. i want like, to help you like i literally i literally want to help you <laughs> like she she has so much power with her and like growing up like well little up but watching her uh play this is like the character and this is us this is so different
0: Kate Pearson, honey, is, I keep saying, like, I'm not used to stunts, blood, gags, gore, all that. Stuff. Yeah, like, this is a lot for you. Welcome. Welcome. Like, shocking, right? How do you do it? <laughs> it's shocking. It's more shocking than I think I ever expected. Because, like, you sort of think you have an idea. And I'm like, I'm used to, like, talking, just, like, monologuing about my kids at a kitchen table. Right. This is some other stuff. Yeah. I'm like, wow. And, like. What is so? I know that there's always lessons in every single thing that we do, and I have so much more respect for what you ladies have done in a way that I never would have understood unless I was in this situation. So, like, it's what? Well, yeah, <laughs> you know, it's it's it's, it's so funny because
2: I think we we've, we've done it for so long. It like, just these feels normal. Of-
1: it yeah. feels normal. Yeah. And like, you're it like, really Yeah, girl,
0: let's go. I'm like, let's go. <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me call my therapist, my, my sponsor, and like, I need to call my boyfriend. Like, I don't know if I'm right. Yeah. It's like, down, down. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's really amazing. It's really amazing to see because um, it's just so very, very, very different to be in the headspace physically, mentally, and yeah. emotionally. Like, you. As I, you know, I was very emotional and all of the scenes, I and mean, it's all very real life stuff, but like this adds like so many other layers that I'm like, I don't think people will even understand. And when you do something well, as you ladies do, it's like it looks effortless. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, it's, you're so yeah. sweet. So sweet. Yeah,
1: yeah. And then imagine like Scout has like one day off and then she goes to another movie the next day. Like that's what? her schedule. What is she doing? <laughs> <laughs>
2: She's out of control. i try to buy a house, y'all. Okay, I, I understand. Buy, I love a
0: house. I understand. I understand. She's I'm in her really early old. 30s. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's another thing. Bitch. <laughs> I'm 11 years older than you. Um, I'm dating someone 13 years older than me. So... so-
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, he does. He do, Yeah, he does. He, he, I guess I do more than he does. Yeah, he's uh, like, no, you go
1: do it. Yeah. like, okay, I'll do it. <laughs> do it while you can. Do it while I you can. Also,
2: I have a lot of energy, so yes. I think that that's another reason. It just helps me get rid of my energy.
1: Yeah, yeah you sure. know bouncing bouncing bounce bounce
2: yeah bouncing and yeah bouncing i and totally bouncing. get that so what's been like the hardest thing in like this this horror genre for you then you would stay like what like nail in the head like that's the that's been the um, hardest thing
0: i think i just don't like to live in the darkness like i'm always fighting like potentially being depressed or dealing with anxiety or dealing with panic and like that literally has to be conjured up I believe, like, in sort of every scene for me, at least in this particular role. And I'm yeah. like, oh, And, like, I have to tell my body on a cellular level, like, this isn't happening, Chrissy. You're going to be okay. Yeah. Like, everything is okay. And just living in that. And also, I mean, it helps that this woman is battling addiction because I know about my food issues. So, like, there's definitely a lot, a big, deep well to pull from. But it's, like, knowing have to put myself in that, uh, you know, and, like... It's literally a fight and a struggle that mm. she's going through that I'm going through to play her. So it's just sort of daunting. Yeah. You so know, we
1: Scout and I always talk about with everybody how like Scout and I both have stomach issues. And mm. I truly believe mine started when we did our movie together because I did a horror movie after horror movie after horror movie. And I know Scout has similar issues. So I, I I was hoping that somebody would come up with some sort of program where, because we both started as kids doing these right. movies. Imagine like bringing up all that stuff when you're a child and your body doesn't know that you're an actor. So you're still having all of these things firing off and making you – Sick, essentially. And I had hoped that one day somebody would come up with a program or a plan where they would have doctors on set, psychiatrists, somebody that could do some sort of somatic healing or had PTSD training that could literally take you from that moment when you when they cut and talk you through the process of how to get it wow. and release it from your body so it didn't sit with you. But nobody even thinks about doing that stuff.
0: It's so brilliant. And it's interesting that you bring that up because we had a gag where there was um, a fake blood cannon that was shot Ugh. at me just a couple of minutes ago. And like, I, I'm like, I'm here, I'm committed. I'm, you know, I'm an actress. So like, I want to be validated. I seek validation in other people. Like as much as I don't want to say that I still do, even though I, it's much better than it was when I was younger or 10 years ago. And so we went through the whole thing like this is what's going to happen blah, blah blah but until you're in that moment you have no idea what your reaction is going to be right and of course I wasn't shot with a bullet but there's this pressure of the the um the cannon coming out so the blood can splatter and I just sat there and sobbed, and I was like that was not cool like that was not good like even thinking about it it makes Aww. me emotional because it's like you just don't know yeah, what, yeah. what your reaction is going to be and how advantageous would it be to either have a conversation? Hey, have you had any PTSD? Have you been a vet? And, are you in the, from the military? Like, has anything ever shot at you? Yes. You yes. The explosion, mm-hmm. Like these things people take so for granted yeah. when actors are like, well, you're here. We're puppets. We're, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We can do it. You're walking yeah. props. You're puppets. We, you get to just tell us what to do and there's no sort of regard for like, the real big issue that could happen afterward and it certainly did and I was like I had no idea how I was going to react and luckily Damien our director was very kind and he was like why don't we wrap you early and I was like yeah because I'm gonna need a minute. So what did you do
1: afterwards when you did you go home and take a I mean like did you call your therapist did you how do you shake it off?
0: Well it was very late so I couldn't call my therapist (laughs) Okay, and I was covered in blood it was like literally on like everywhere Every my body everywhere and so like literally having to wash the blood off was also mm. weird right so I'm like okay I'm taking it off right. I'm it away but I had to speak to my boyfriend to my manager I had to journal about it I then wrote an email to the producer and to Damien the director and just said hey like I want you to know where I'm at because I'm not a person like like Scout like I'm full of energy I love people I love being around people and i literally just wanted to be alone
2: yeah
0: so uh, you know I, I didn't know how i was going to process it but i'm just processing it in any way that i feel like if i want to start crying if i hear something that makes me like trigger something in me i'll i'm i have no problem being vulnerable and saying like i'm embarrassed that felt like awful and that was not cool and i don't want to do it again yeah um, and i think a lot of young actors don't feel comfortable doing that. They don't,
1: especially with the newer, younger actors that just like do whatever anybody says or children when you're working, you know, you've worked with kids for a long time. Like parents are sort of pushing them to do this stuff and producers, managers, lawyers, like, you know, our union, like there's nobody really looking out for the child, when COVID hit, I was like, God, why isn't we've got COVID compliance officers on set, making sure that everyone's safe. Where's the child compliance officer? Where's yeah, the mental no, health compliance on that. officer yeah. that's like, you know, we've got these crazy long meetings about sexual harassment on set, but we don't have meetings about all the other shit that happens yeah. that we have to take home every single night. No one's thinking about that stuff. So good for you. Keep being the squeaky wheel because that's how shit changes.
0: Well and yeah, I just I have to because like I think it stems back from not feeling heard as a child and then I taught preschool and I think that's why I taught preschool was because there are to be a voice for like voiceless, you know, people who don't know how to communicate. And I can't believe that I'm that person because I was never wanting to rock the boat ever. So clearly like I mean I truly believe that everything happens for a reason and things come into our lives for those, you know, all these reasons that now I can reflect a month into the movie and Mm -hmm. say, Oh, I'm learning to draw my boundaries in a very real way and not disrespectfully, but just very, you know, uh, I feel like very maturely in that I'm communicating effectively, but also saying like, this isn't okay. And I want you to know how I feel afterward because people aren't, whether they don't feel comfortable enough or they feel like they're going to lose the job or whatever. Like I, I, I've just gotten to the point where I'm like, nothing is worth it. Nothing's worth
2: it. It's funny because I always thought that i I spoke up for myself and and spoke up for I guess just myself. but seeing you and Danielle and what you guys do, I mean, it's it, it's very refreshing for me to see because oh. I, I, I think that's something that i I feel like I need to learn a little bit more and <laughs> because we got go. so used to it. you know, I feel like us actors we're just like, yeah, sure, of course, put me in that position. And then we cry after or sure. we feel, you know, yes. small laughter. Yeah, and and those feelings it. shouldn't, they yeah. shouldn't arise.
0: It's there like, should be no excuse if we're for If we are working in an office and someone was like, hey, can you go to the copy room and print, you know, 40 copies of this particular letter? Sure. Oh, can you have this blood cannon squirt at you with this pressure yeah. five feet away from you and you have no idea what it's going to do? Like. We wait, wait, we're not talking about putting files together in a damn, you know, drawer. Like, th- this is another level of work. Yeah. And I understand that we decided to do this. Yeah. But I don't think people understand what it really entails.
2: And what it does to our m- mentally and yes. what it does to our body. Yes.
0: <laughs> yeah. And as you're saying, with the yeah. stomach, it's like so much. I mean, I don't know how familiar you are with chakras and like, you yeah. know, being imbalanced and all those things, like I was talking to you. I'm about. a Gemini,
1: she's a Pisces. I'm, gotcha. I'm a Libra, <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, my son's Libra, you know. Yeah. And I see a shaman in Topanga Canyon, and yeah, I'm an acupuncturist, who's an herbalist. Like, there's all these modalities that I use because I'm trying to find answers because I'm like, clearly, I'm hurting my body with food, and why is that? Mm-hmm. And I think so much of it was that I never spoke up for myself, yeah, and so I'm like listen, if nothing changes, nothing changes. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah. So it's um, been, it's been an interesting journey so far. Do you love, Do love you me. think
1: that your success from the show has allowed you the gift that it's given you is the ability to feel like you can actually say something and speak yes. up more than anything else?
0: Yes. I think six years ago when I was like, I just want a job, just somebody hire me. Like, I just want to act. I want to tell a story. Um, so much of the, the, obviously the success of the show, but every single person on the show was treated with such care and concern. And it was the respect that like, I've never experienced before, like, uh, unreal, you know, and every single way from the top to the bottom, every single actor, crew, person, everybody. And I think that if I didn't have that sort of in my arsenal, I wouldn't feel confident, confident enough to say like, yeah, this isn't cool because I would still want to make sure I wasn't going to lose a job or, you know, and I think obviously financially, um, listen, I did not grow up financially stable. Like it was not invested. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. My mom was a single mom, five kids. Like it was a mess. I lived, I mean, I went to five different elementary schools because we had to move so often after my parents got divorced. And so even to have financial stability really allows you, because confidence is just trust in yourself. So if I Mm -hmm. trust that I have, this to fall back on, if God forbid, somebody wants to fire me, I'm not like, oh, I'm not going to eat this week.
1: Right.
0: And unfortunately mm-hmm. there are so many, and I was a talent agent for nine years. So I understand actors also in a different way that like, I get it, you know, I get it what it's, you're like, I can't pay my electricity bill. Like yeah. if I don't, make, if I don't yeah. book this commercial, what can I stay in LA? You know, so I get all those things. So it's really interesting that you brought that up. Cause those, that's definitely something that I thought about because it's it's provided me a foundation to really stand my ground and, and have boundaries. Do you have those same
1: boundaries in your real life off of set, or is that something you're still working on?
0: I mean, I think as it's interesting because it all like goes together. So as I'm able to draw boundaries more, speaking to everybody on the crew or you know, the other director. I'm able to do that with my team or my boyfriend or my family, Mm. my family. Uh, Yeah. I'm one of five children. And of course I'm the middle and I just want to people please and make everybody happy. And I'm like, is anybody looking out for me? (laughs) um, So yeah, I have to do that often. So yes, 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 yes. All yes. To all of those questions. Oh, amazing. Isn't
2: she great? Isn't she so great? I I love her. I I could just listen to you all day. I'm just a floating head
0: with a black dress on him. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't matter because it's our voice. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh, When you're going back to like, so, so Danielle and I went through um, when we were doing our second movie together, she actually dies in the second movie. And (laughs) the director didn't want me to see her and she dies like completely nude and stab wounds everywhere. And I remember like, you know, I I looked up to her like a, a big sister. She didn't know it at the time, but I, I really, really looked up to her. And when I, I'll try not to cry, but when I went in to that scene, it was the only time and still the only time I've ever couldn't get out of a scene and seeing her like that and having her die in my arms Mm -mm. I've never like hyperventilated before in a scene and I had to like get out of there really 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 fast girl you're gonna make me cry
1: I know I
2: know (laughs) we're all crying but it was just so it was like it was the craziest thing but like you how 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 do you prepare someone to see something like that and feel actual true emotions? So something like you were saying yeah. and what Danielle was saying it would be very nice to have someone on set that could yes. kind of be
1: their anchors for actors. Going yeah, through. just oh, to be thing. able to talk, because there's things that you have to do afterwards to get you out of that, you know? And, I mean, And we
2: finally have in, intimate, like, you know... Intimacy coordinator. Yeah, we finally have
0: And that's another thing, and um, I sometimes can't lay on the plane, I talk a lot, so please, like, let me... No, no, just no. Just be like, Chrissy, wrap no. it up. <laughs> um, that I had this full... I mean... Five phone calls she came in from Atlanta for the intimacy coordinator for Connor and I. Because in one particular scene, I literally put my finger in his mouth and like wipe the saliva on his face. And I'm like, I do not like this. <laughs> this is not who I am. And I have to reach into some other weird place that I don't really like. I'm like, and Connor's like, it's cool. It's, yeah. It's cool. I'm like, okay. He's a youngin'. <laughs> I'm like, okay. And I do appreciate how, like, um, confident and sort of aware and professional. He yeah. Is. Mm-hmm. So it made, it made me, it helped me tremendously. It's yeah. so
2: funny how like we, you, like me, it's like, it's kind of like second nature to me, like these movies. Yeah. It, like, it just doesn't get to me as much anymore. What unless I have motivated. a bond with um, like a strong, yeah. strong, strong bond with someone, then it, then it interferes. But man, I feel like I can do this shit in my sleep. Yeah. You can't, you can't, yeah. you can't. You can like I would just I wake think, up and I'd be like, What happened? Yeah.
1: Okay. I think with these big scenes, like I I like you have been like covered in blood shit shot at me and you know, all, all this this stuff. But um, I think that everyone on set are when those scenes are about to happen, they're excited. There's like yeah. there's like this like yeah. adrenaline, they're so excited to see yeah. how they're nerding out. They're nerding they're out. Nerding yeah. out. But yeah. they're not so but they're not the ones that get have to take it. And Correct. do something with it. So there's like this huge separation and disconnect between the crew and the actor that's about to get it.
0: Yeah, you are hitting the well, nail on the head. Tell me about Mabel. Oh, she's a baby. I'm Is she like, with you? No, she's with Bradley in Asheville. But um, literally, he took her on a walk yesterday, and then I saw this post on, of course facebook about the water and some stagnant lake about oh no I'm like, reach she out. The water! <laughs> on... scout can attest yeah i'm a control freak <laughs> and i think it's because i'm i feel like i'm the only one that's like stepped to the plate for myself before yeah and so it, it comes and rears its ugly head even when bradley's driving my car or driving me <laughs> that was cute that was cute that was cute
2: think back to sex ed for a moment You probably learned all about how to prevent pregnancies, but what about how to plan for it? Now, you guys have probably heard about Tom and I's engagement, and we are planning for our future. And I have to admit, my knowledge on fertility is very dim. (laughs) So it's amazing and very helpful to me that something like Modern Fertility was created, It's an easy and affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home with a simple finger prick. You mail it in with a prepaid label, and you'll get your personalized results within 10 days. You'll get insight into your hormone levels, how many eggs you have compared to other women your age, and other important fertility factors. The results go deep into what every hormone means, and you can also download the results to review with your doctors for next steps. Traditionally, test costs over 600 bucks, but Modern Fertility gets you the same info at a fraction of the price. And if you go to modernfertility.com slash Danielle30, you can get $30 off your test. If you want kids today or maybe one day in the future, like Tom and I, clinically sound info about your body can help you make the decisions that are right for you. So this is a limited time offer for 30 bucks off. That means you te- your test will be $169 instead of the hundreds or thousands it would cost at a doctor's office. And trust me, guys, I have looked. So get $30 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash Danielle 30. D-A-N-I-E-L-L-E 3-0. Okay, so we'll start off with like a, a kind of an easier
1: one. Did you okay. see, Scout, do you have um my purple tagged? Um, the two, because I just gave my son the phone to watch Peppa Pig. Oh, um okay. do you, but can you read <laughs> which he calls now he calls. I don't know if you ever seen Peppa Pig, but he calls it tomato. No. I was like, he's like, Mommy, mom, can I have a tomato? I was like, what are you where did that come from? It's Peppa Pig. Um so you saw what you saw what I flagged, the two that I flagged. will you read them? Okay, I'll try. I tr- I'll try to make sure that I okay. Get I have the their result. names if you need to look through. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we so got fan uh, questions that write in. And yes, we're keeping keep them PG thirteen to not traumatize you too much. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. For Cause yeah. we get some nasty, gnarly, nasty I know y'all, yeah, I we... know y'all do. <laughs> I
2: know. Read the room, read the room. <laughs> um, okay. So I like to view myself as an outgoing extrovert. Sometimes I'm very outgoing, but once my social meter runs out, I'm back to being my quiet laid back self. I have a girlfriend who's very talkative and an extrovert. We've been together for five years. There are times when she thinks I don't want to talk to her, and I'm paying no mind for her. But that's just my introvert side kicking in. I can't help that I'm like this. But how can I communicate with her that this is just how I am, and that it doesn't mean I have no interest in talking to her or anything like that? Tom, is this you? Is this you? <laughs>
0: Anonymous. Like, Anonymous. <laughs> four six <laughs> seven five one. Um, that's funny. Um. So you know, for me, I I've been in some. I'm always friends with people I've been in relationships with. I so feel like once you love somebody, you always love them. Mm-hmm. But every single relationship teaches us how to communicate or to go through the next relationship. Yeah. And for me, with Bradley and I specifically, like I know it's hard because it feels personal. Mm-hmm. But I think it's so important to say, this is not about you. This is who I am. I just need some space and time, and it's interesting because I think Tom and Bradley are very similar. Yeah, they no are. are they, yes, we need to double because, date. <laughs> uh, yes, because wait, Bradley, I want to come. What the hell? Yes. <laughs> yeah, welcome to <laughs> okay. um, So, um, Bradley has some enmeshment issues, and I have abandonment issues. Mm. And so, when he needs more time alone, I'm like, "But wait, are you going to leave love me? me? Yeah, <laughs> yeah." And he's like, it's "Like hey, Scout." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, so similar. And I had to really process like, it's not about me. He's going to come back and whatever it is that he needs and whatever it is that I need, it might not look the same, but in order for me to love him the way he needs to be loved, I have to allow him to love me and tell him how I need to be loved. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so if that's drawing, drawing a boundary and saying like, Hey, listen, I just need a couple hours on a Monday. Like Over-communication has seemed to be the key for me in my life and in my relationships with everybody, platonic or romantic. And it only makes the relationship stronger because when you have that trust to say, hey, like, it's not you. I know it feels like you. It's not. And to have somebody say, okay, I know it's not me, Mm -hmm. but if you need this time alone, can we then set like a special time together that I feel like my needs are getting met? And like, can we go to a special dinner or go to a picnic at the park or whatever it is that that other the other partner needs? But you have to be willing. My therapist always says two people have to be willing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think as long as you communicate, that's really really important because then you start to harbor resentments. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then you're pissed, and then you start create problems. Yep. And you're like, you don't want to be in this relationship. You're like, no, I'm out of myself. <laughs> I didn't draw my boundary until you, you know, two weeks ago that I was mad that blah, blah blah blah. So it. It seems, like, overkill or it seems like it's too much, but, like, it's worth it. Mm-hmm. It's worth it. And the only thing you have to ever do is speak the truth. Yeah. And that's something that, like, I think we have a hard time yeah. doing because we don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Yeah. But, like, in turn, you hurt them more mm-hmm. and you harbor resentments and you hurt yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, as, and it's a practice. Mm-hmm. Like, ugh, It's like does. faking an orgasm. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I want your right. kids, like, mom. He doesn't know what that is yet, but it's like, what good does that do anybody? Scout and I talked about all the time how many orgasms have you faked and growing? Like, oh, what does that do? It makes the guy feel like he's doing it right when he's not, and we're not getting anything. And like, who are we pacifying?
0: I'm not playing games with that, I don't fake that stuff, you know. Oh my god, I think you're the only female in the world. I'm like, okay, that's not happening, so (laughs) um, next, yeah, let's do like, it's okay, let's do something else, let's play some board games, yeah, (laughs) watch some TV. Yeah. does it have batteries
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> does your board game have batteries hey Chrissy do you know Scout left her vibrator at the brown wait did I not tell you that wait I in the drawer next to the bible <gasps> I was,
2: <laughs> I, was <laughs> <laughs> I was I was doing yoga I was in downward dog and did I realize- I turned to Paige and I was like Paige I forgot something she's like what would you forget Then Natalie, our producer, told me that the rooms are still there. They couldn't g- get rid of them because they had they had oh, done a deal with the hotel. So I, I didn't know this until like a couple of days ago. I had no idea, and I was Why? like, Natalie, you should have told us? us. We wouldn't have done that to you guys. We would have stayed. I would have. I would have made friends with the ghosts. Like we you would have come stayed. Into my room or something. Yeah, I would crash at Chrissy's. Wait, wait, what? Yeah. So so then I was like over communicate. Yeah. So yeah. then I was like, so who's staying in the rooms? And then I heard a rumor that maybe a couple of other people, like Patrick and like out Al- Al- Oh good. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, so oh wait, oh did wait, he not for you. My- Yeah, I was like, did he find my vibrator next to the Bible? <gasps> and so I called Natalie. I was like, Hey, so this is um so those rooms, are they still open? <laughs>
0: like- I think I left my glasses. <laughs> uh, I need- I need them. Ooh, that's please. good
2: like <laughs> yeah. and then she was like, "Oh, awesome we'll someone check." I was like, "Um,
0: no, no. I'm do you I have, a special place? Do you want me to have annalise check? Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. annalise is the sweetest <laughs> Such youngest, a cutie, young ingenue actress and like <laughs> I, I'm sure she knows what one is. I'm yes. not saying that. <laughs> However, I, I don't think anybody would want to No. Cut her.
2: I told Connor, and Connor was like, "I'll go get it." Yeah, he'd go was like, get oh it.
0: god,
1: Connor! So Connor and Danielle did a movie together. Oh what? Yeah. You know, Connor had to see me die too in a movie. Nope. really? He's, oh, that's but cool. like, like tied up, pregnant, but like, oh. like uh, bleeding, like stabbed and bleeding out with a full belly and wrapped in like barbed wire. Yeah, it was, it was, I wouldn't have done that after I had kids. Like I would have, I have boundaries now with that kind of stuff, but it was, I'll send you a picture of what it looked like, but I love Connor. We had, we work, we were working in upstate in the Catskills in like Christmas time. Did you?
0: and when you were talking about Postmates delivery, like 40 minutes. Ugh. Kingston was the closest. This tiny
1: place. little town. And I was in like <laughs> Margaretville. And I was like, oh my you God. We were in
0: Palin- Palinville, Palinville.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I, I thank God Connor was there because I, it was just me, Connor, right? and, and, and and this guy, Nick DiNichi, who I love. So it was like the three. Actually, there was four of us. So four, three guys and me. And it was, yeah, we were outside Freezing the entire time. Every there was no interior shots. It was like all outside. So I thank God that wait. they were so lovely. Yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, uh, this is going to be a nightmare. And he's but
0: very smart. Yeah. yeah, he's very very smart. And so you're like, sometimes I'm like, wait wait wait, back up, back up, Morgan Freeman. Use baby words, back it up, baby, back <laughs> it up. What? Wait, hold on. What he's is baby word? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great, I get, to learn.
1: I get to learn. Okay, I'm now, just read um, read that astrology question from Sicily. Cicely. it's got a purple it's got a purple flag
2: oh girl. purple or
1: green flag Is, it, up the top?
2: Flag, Is it yeah flag. it's
1: it's it's from wednesday
2: it's from wednesday okay, okay 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 i don't see sicily here darling c-e-c-i-l-y yeah no i'm not seeing yeah. um okay but while 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 i let me get it that, let me steal my
1: let me steal my phone from my kid for a second and then i'll read it and i'll give it back to him Okay. Hi, my name is Cicely. Go ahead and say my name. Scout, I've noticed you since Sleepover movie, and I thought that you were so cute with red hair. Danielle, whenever I need Thanks. a horror film to watch, I just Google your name and go from there. <laughs> I love you both. I had a question regarding astrology signs. Oh, February Pisces, like Scout, and Danielle, I know you're Gemini. I've always had a hard time connecting with air signs, particularly Libras. So my question is regarding your guys' friendship. Was it hard to connect in the beginning? My relationships with air signs in general, I'm always the one who wants to befriend them, and it's always hard. I feel like it has to be a mutual agreement and willingness to be friends. doesn't really happen organically, unfortunately. Another question I've had, is there a sign that you gravitate towards for a relationship and a friendship or partners? <laughs> yeah, <your
2: side. laughs> You guys can't see, but Jagger is behind Danielle climbing on her (laughs) like a monkey. (laughs) Oh, I can't wait till school starts. Here you go. I don't, I don't know, Danielle. I I think I wanted to be your friend so bad. I don't know. Mm. How did that go?
1: (laughs) You know, I, I, I I think I don't know. Like I'm a Gemini, I'm, but I'm, but I'm very A type as well. Like I'm A type and blood type. I'm number one on the Enneagram, but I've got the wing of the two. I've be able to, the Enneagram's mm-hmm. a wing at two. So I'm like, this is the, this is, there's right. And there's wrong. There's no gray. And then there's the oh, two gosh. that's like a people pleaser. So it's hard for me to find that balance. Sometimes mm-hmm. I think, um, mm-hmm. I love Libras because they balance out the crazy. Uh, mm-hmm. which is great. Um, you Pisces can be a, a I, I love like the, the crystals and like, you know, my other son's Pisces. So it's like, I, I love all of that healing and spirituality because that's the other Gemini side of me.
2: Um, I'm a weirdo that that's probably like the first question I ask like on a date, or like one of the top fives, what's your sign? Not because of the sex life, just because of like, oh, they yeah. all kind of gauge our flow. It, it, i really do believe like in astrology and i, I believe in the energy behind it i mean what did you the- tell me about pisces men oh they they're they're just um pisces women are like um, emotional and they have that as well but it's more like physical um mm. so pisces men tend to t- t- uh, take it out on like
0: they can be overly dramatic yes yeah yes oh okay everything like laments about everything yes and they're very messy yes um I am too (laughs) I cleaned up my room for you oh you did yeah I was like wow it's clean in here I did I cleaned it up Um, for you (laughs) um yeah it's interesting I think that I just love to know what people's signs are because whether it's a coincidence or not but I think you definitely gravitate more toward a particular mm-hmm. type of person. They have to be a particular sign. Um, but Scorpios in particular are, you know, they're very confident, aggressive. They can be kind of wild and they're very confident. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. so I think that's intriguing as far as sexual stuff goes. Yeah. But they can also get crazy.
1: Oh yeah, my best friend is a Scorpio. She's I love her to pieces. She's a crazy bitch, and I love I love it because she allows me to be whatever I want to be, whatever I want to be. It, but we can get into some serious trouble together.
2: Oh yeah, Yeah, so I've I've dated I've dated a few uh, Scorpios, man and woman, and they are the same. So much so that I couldn't be in a relationship with them because the physical aspect was a little too much for me for you. me i'm a passionate pisces That's i'm like true. delicate okay and then i'm like a little delicate flower. Delicate. Yeah. yeah no no it was a lot
0: i, was I like, just meant frequency
2: oh yeah <laughs> i was like i was like i can't do this I was like, i'm exhausted I, was like, yeah. I need a break yeah. Yeah. yeah no no it's to the that that sexual energy chrissy what weird. sign is your
0: boyfriend um he's a Taurus, which is yes it's like tom I'm, oh okay clearly yeah okay this is just too weird Um, the the way that Paige met Tom I met Bradley (laughs) they're very similar it's very funny um and I my stepfather's a Taurus and a dear Mm. friend that I was very close to years ago was and I sometimes I'm like gosh they're so frugal and they're so even sometimes Mm -hmm. and I'm like like always in you know up down in the emotions and um it's good for me because it balances helps me balance out because obviously I need to be balanced out, but I'm like, Oh, okay. And because everything has always been wonky in my life to some degree, having some sort of stability Mm -hmm. initially, I was like, "Ah, where's the drama? Yeah. Where's the other shoe? Yeah. You know, (laughs) but it's good because obviously they're, they're very passionate and very loving. Um, they provide some stability that I wasn't really aware of.
2: Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm 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 used to a chaotic relationship. Yeah. And then when Tom showed me what an actual relationship a healthy like, relationship, I didn't like. I, yeah. I, I it, it kind of shocks me and I it, it took some time for me to get used
1: to it. It can be a bit boring, right? But like you no, boring, yeah. <laughs> yeah. boring is good.
0: Yeah, it's, it's normal. Like you don't know who you're getting when they walk in the door. Right. Mm-hmm. You don't know when someone's going to... He already gets that from me. Right. (laughs) Yeah. And especially as you being an actress and creative, it's like, you never ever know, you know, but yes, like, that's what I mean. The the stability can initially be Mm -hmm. like, wait, does, is he, what, Uh, are we on the same page? But I think it's just um, something that I had never, a normal, healthy relationship Is
2: Is Bradley's love language to do things? Like, like... like
0: like he wants things done for him for you oh you know uh, yeah like he I think it like make things him, easier for you like yeah like it makes him feel, feel like I'm yeah. good and like a yeah. man yes yeah okay yes.
2: yeah I've never yeah. had someone do so much for me oh, <laughs> like so won't nice. even get up to go like do the dishes or do the laundry or stuff like that like he's just like no 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 I want you I, I'll, I'll do that I want to do that for you
0: oh yeah well, that's so wonderful He's I mean, very very sweet very it's nice to be taken care of yeah yeah, a, yeah. A very loving place where it's yeah. not like are you doing this because you want something? Yeah. Is this, you know, because oh god, people can be very conniving. Oh yeah. Because of their own trouble and trauma. And I, I believe everybody's good. It is true. Yeah. Oh gosh. You guys could have a whole podcast about astrology. <laughs> yeah. So, yes, yeah, so we so could. Yeah. <laughs> there's a really
1: there's a great book that um that I have always used to do charts called. It's called the only astrology book I you'll ever need. Have you ever seen it? It's like no. a giant purple book. The only astrology book you'll ever need. And you, it teaches you how to do charts. So what I used to do is I used to have friends come over and it's so easy. You just, they obviously just need to know the mm-hmm. time they're born and where they're born. And you could literally like go to the, like, I used to go to Psychic Guy bookshop in LA all the time and mm-hmm. like buy like the, the, the charts and you could do them for your friends when they come over have wine, do their charts and you can oh, read them together. It's really, really cool and easy mm-hmm. to use. I love that book.
2: I mean, you guys are on CoStar, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I have to add you on CoStar. Um, Are you on CoStar? What the hell is that? Oh, it's like a whole, like, astrology thing that you can match with your friends to see how well you guys get along. Yeah, it's... You're like, it's, you know what? I
0: know we've been friends for 15 years, but this is telling me now. But no. based on the facts <laughs> of that, we're not gonna them all anymore. <laughs> Sorry about it. Sorry, <laughs> Sorry, Mom. Oh. not even my mom. But. Oh, funny.
2: Okay. Um. Okay. If you get to read this, can you keep uh my name on a first base? Okay. So this girl, how about I just don't, I just don't name you, darling. Uh, Thank you so much for the time of reading this. I greatly appreciate it. I love both of your work in horror and this podcast has been no exception as well. My question for you comes with a quick backstory. I met someone online. We've hit it off beautifully. We've currently gone on three dates as well. However, I noticed that the communication between us via text or calls have been slowly less and less than it was when we first started talking. She also has referred to me as Guy. Example, hey, good morning, Guy. She also stated that she's been in her head a bit more lately due to toxicity in previous relationships and is not sure where we will end up. Finally, my question from this perspective, does it seem like she's not interested in pursuing more than just a friendship? We've both been divorced as well in context. Oh, so they're, they're older.
1: She seems a little crazy to me.
0: Are we a little bit too old to be like leading someone on? And like, like if they have their issues, I think it's important to say, <laughs> oh, "I thought I was ready. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah. Um, but I can't stand when people string people along. Yeah. Just, just be done with I'm not it enough. They're like the breadcrumbs, the crumbing, You know, like I'll give you enough so I can get what I want. Right? Yeah. And it's just not. It's not cool. It's not fair. You know, I mean, it's I, already I, fading
1: after three dates. It's kind of yeah. like, yeah, you're probably it's, not. It, it, it's it's know.
2: too soon to be having those types of questions and feelings. Yeah. It, it's just not worth it for your energy. Yeah. Um, I I used to string people along when I was really young, and I felt terrible. And after I went through SLA. I learned, you know, it's not very kind to do to people, you know, just to feel – so, you you know, because I had an issue with, like, being alone. So whenever I wasn't in a relationship, I wanted to be with someone until that person came back or whatever. So it was, like, stringing people along. But, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, she's definitely, I I would say, pulling back.
1: She's she's literally showing, telling them the red flag. She said, like, I have past trauma. I don't – you know, so that just, like – she's saying what she means and meaning what she says. So just listen Yeah, and your gut's telling you something maybe a little bit not right. I think maybe just move on.
0: Yeah. You got to trust your intuition. Oh yeah. And that even though it sucks because you might be very attracted or Mm -hmm. like you thought this person could be potential, you know, but it's not worth it. Mm -mm. Like what is she getting at? Listen, this, my manager always says this to me. Is it making you happy or making you money? Mm. and um if it's not making you money (laughs) she ain't making her money (laughs) and it's not making you happy what are you doing it for and not to say like that's the basis of everything obviously but it's the umbrella idea but if it's not making you happy what what's it for also my therapist says what's in it for Chrissy what's Mm -hmm. in it for you Mm -hmm. and I think that um a lot of times when we just want to be loved so desperately we're like it's okay it's okay it's okay yeah yeah. Uh, I'll give this person this, and then maybe eventually, but right. after the third date, tell them, mm-hmm. boy, guy.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay, I know. And this what's is, that guy thing about? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, anyway. like come on,
1: like you can't keep the name straight of the dudes. Just be, just be, just phone, be honest
2: right? and upfront with people. Just be honest and upfront. I mean, life is so short. Sure. I say this all the time. Life is so short. Sure. Yeah. Oh, don't don't mess with people, and also. Learned when to say bye, you're not serving me. This is not serving yeah. me. Yeah. This is too early on. I gotta go. Stick up for yourself for Maybe sure. For okay, no. I know that this isn't this isn't a question, but I, we've asked like pretty much all of our guests because <laughs> Danielle and I are very different. Do you know do the most men that you've been with have toys? Uh,
0: for them or for the, for them and for you. No, right? No. Um, there was one guy I dated who was very open sexually, um, and he, it turned out he was bisexual, and I think maybe that had helped mm. in the situation.
2: Uh huh. Um,
0: and but I, I don't think he ever had toys, and we never experimented with them. How um, long were you in a relationship with him for? It was like maybe six seven months
1: um did you because I've also dated someone that was bisexual and it was interesting to kind of try to figure out we talked about this in the last episode like Mm -hmm. not knowing what works for you and what doesn't work for you unless you try and then you're like maybe I'll totally be okay with this did you ever feel like maybe I won't yeah exactly I mean for me it wasn't for me but um but I was always you know when it gets to the point where you're like oh he's cute and then you're dude's like, Oh yeah, he's super cute. Like I thought like, maybe I'll try to, to be intimate or do something with both and see if I can be okay with that being part of our relationship. Cause I think it would have had to have been part of our relationship. I don't think I ever could have been a hundred percent. He would never have been a hundred percent content with, with just a woman. He He could commit to the woman and be faithful, but I don't think he
0: would have been happy. That's exactly what I thought. It Honestly, it was so triggering for me. Mm. And I was like, is something wrong with me, Chrissy? You are like close-minded. How dare you? Why are you judging him? And I was like, oh, no, no, no. I had to talk with my therapist about it. She's like, no, no, no. It, it doesn't mean that you feel that way about him. It's just what you can't handle, what yeah. you don't want. And that's okay. But I, it was, I was really feeling some kind of way because I was like, I, I don't feel like I'll ever be the right thing or enough or you'll be content. I'm so, it makes me feel so much less alone when when I hear somebody else say that.
1: <laughs> See that? So no, that's I mean, you couldn't give them ever. You, you just, you can't, but I don't know if it's the same for a woman. I might have to agree on that. Well, I think it's different though.
2: I, no, I don't think it's woman or man, man. Oh, okay, I really okay. don't. Please I like, I me. mean, I'm, I'm a bisexual woman and I still like, I find women attractive. I still like, you know, like, we'll see a woman and be like, wow, she's so beautiful, you know? But I, I, I'm a hundred percent committed to Tom. And I don't, I I don't think about like sleeping with someone or even think like, oh, do I need to have that in my future? Mm. Like, can do I, I'm going to have to have that in my future to be able to be with Tom, you know? So I I don't think that's true. And I think it goes for both men and women. Do you mean overall or just sexually? Sexually. Okay. Yeah. Sexually. Mm. Like, I, I don't think, um, I've, I've always, I've thought about it, but I'd like, I, I don't, that'll never like okay come so into play this where it's going to. Interesting. Cause
0: then I think like, as a woman, could I ever provide a man, what a man could provide a man sexually? Mm, you can't, no. that was my problem. That right. there yeah. were things that I, I just could, I, I could never give him that he really
1: did. He needed, Right. he, he really needed to, to fill himself yeah, I could, I, I don't know. Like I said, I think I, 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 I don't know. Have you ever dated a bisexual man scout? Yes. That was yes. actively having sex with men?
2: No, it wasn't actively, but, uh, yes, yes. Ha, had, had slept with someone, but I guess maybe it was just like how I've, I was raised. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe that it's like that, that sort of scenario is a little bit like I'm, I'm more comfortable with it. And also to identify with as being a bisexual and like you know, I, I'm attracted to both
1: both sexes. So maybe so if you were, do you think if you were in a relationship with a bisexual man that you would be okay with him? if he needed to have bring a man into the relationship every once in a while, could you, would you be okay with that? I don't that? think
2: I would be comfortable with any man that wants to bring someone else.
0: <laughs> you don't Skippy, honey. No. I,
2: I don't think I just like, man or woman, to be honest, even if I was like that fucking woman's hot. And Tom so was like, you want to, and I'd be like, no bitch. What the fuck? I can't share. Yeah. That's how <laughs> I, just, I feel. I
0: wouldn't be able to do it. I have friends who are <laughs> polyamorous and they're like, I don't understand how you, you know, like we're not supposed to be monogamous creatures. And I'm like, well, I've decided I want to be. Because you know, some are. I'm sorry. Yes. Otters hold hands. Yeah. Penguins for mate, mate forever. Okay. They find each other, you know. But Dolph- dolphins. Dolphins they, are they freaks. Mate, they mate for pleasure, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dol-
2: so. Dolphins are freak, Chrissy. <laughs> oh, we got to take that test for you. We got to find out what your, what your, your sex animal is. Scout, do you think Tom would be
1: okay with if you wanted to bring a woman in for just you and he could just watch? <laughs> no. <laughs> go.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I am also, I don't, poor, poor, I don't, I don't think I could do that to Tom either. No. And I, I wouldn't want to. I'm like, I'm, you're, you're getting your needs met.
0: Yeah. I'm like, I'm so, I'm so content. I mean,
2: obviously, like, Tom and I are working through things and all that stuff, but like, I'm so in love with him that I, I just don't, I don't feel like I'd ever, what I if he said it, it would
1: that. turn him on? Would would you be scared that you would have feelings for another woman, or while you're in that situation, or would, or would you know could you not could. connect?
2: Uh, yeah, I probably couldn't connect. Watching Tom over there like jerk off, even if it was just to me. But there's also a naked woman in front. of, Like I just don't think I hello. Yeah, are you looking at me? Are you looking at me? Are you looking at me?
0: Um, there's a black sheet yeah I don't know if you guys have seen handmaid's tale but it's so
2: I couldn't watch that that was so intense
0: when she's like you need to look at me even though uh, oh Oh, okay see trauma maybe maybe I'd be like that no 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 I'm not telling you what you're gonna be like. I, I'm saying no for me. Oh my it's god, it's no for me, no. maybe, maybe
2: like that. Okay, I know we're running out of time. Um, Chrissy, do you want to talk about your music? Yes, oh, please. Because yeah. she's going um, on a tour soon. Yeah,
0: well, I had a tour planned before COVID hit, as many musicians did. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm going on a seven city, uh, little baby tour at um several different city wineries, in DC, Philly, Boston, Chicago, Atlanta, and Nashville. Um. So I'm excited because it's all original music that I've been writing and recording for the past, you know, I guess four years now. Wow. And, um, wow. Yeah. I'm excited. We're putting the band together and the whole show together now. And I'm just very excited because music was really my first love and I never thought I could do it. It wasn't really supported or encouraged. And now, you know, I feel confident enough for these messages and these songs and, and what I've gone through to be heard. So I'm very excited about it.
2: Is a lot of stuff coming from experience in your life or is a lot of it from like your journey with on the show? Anything
0: um, that you're pulling from that? Uh, not necessarily from the show. Okay. Um, It's really about like my life and, yeah. you know, issues um, around, you know, if, I have a book called, um, this is me learning to love yourself for Who you are today. And mm. so a lot of what I wrote. New York times bestseller. Yeah. Amy. We're, um, thank you. We're, um, lessons on how I sort of navigated my life. And, you know, I wrote a song called broken hearts, break things about my stepdad my who like, we had a very tumultuous relationship growing up and he was very abusive, but like I've Learned to forgive him. Mm. And so you realize like hurt people hurt people. And so it's just pulling from what's real. And every time I go into a write, I'm like, however I'm feeling right now, whatever's coming up for me is what I want to write about. I want it to be the most authentic in that space. So it's really about my life, life experiences, stuff that I've gone through. Yeah. You know, oh my what God. do you think of people are going to
1: like? I love Natalie Maines. So her, you know, Gaslighter is like my favorite my favorite album. I I mean, I know every word to every song and I always think about Mm -hmm. if you guys have listened to the album, but I always think about like her ex husband listening to this album because it's all about him and how he cheated on her. And you know, finding the other woman's stockings on her boat, and he says she says stuff like, you know, now you're now that I'm done with you, your dad can pay your taxes. like just shit, like exactly, like it's so it's it's so if you haven't heard it, it's so good. but I always wonder what it's like to to be the person that they're writing about. Like what do you think? I mean, do you think your 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 songs that you write, whoever you're writing about are gonna know that this is their story and what they'll think about it?
0: You know, uh, maybe I mean, mm-hmm. I. I've written about, you know, my stepdad, and my biological father, who's no longer living, a song called Daddy's Girl. And what I realized was, like, I know that, because I believe in all the, yeah. all the stuff, that, like, he's he hears it, like, even though he's not on this plane of existence anymore, like, I do think that my energy hopefully will be transmuted into him understanding, um, as kooky, kooky as that sounds. But... um You know, I haven't really... I wrote a song about, you know, Bradley and I's... The beginning of our relationship called New Love, which is super fun, and he obviously knows it's about him. But, um, you know, I kind of don't want anybody to know that it's about them. Mm
1: -hmm. You
0: know, like, I guess I don't want to give them that much satisfaction. Right. You know, even though, I mean, if it was specific... At least I haven't written a song yet that was so specific. Um, I've taken parts. There's a song called "Actress," and it's about you know when you put on a brave face when you find out that the person you've broken up with is moved on very quickly, and you met her, and you're like, oh, um, oh, you've obviously moved on. Um, and so I have to act like I'm fine and everything's good. Oh, man. But um, it wasn't specifically about one person. It's sort of like just a breakup of how we all walk through life sometimes, pretending like we are doing okay. So I don't really want anybody to think it's about them.
1: Like I wonder Taylor Swift. Like I always listen to her songs and go
0: like oh, well, bit of a little about I'm like, bit of a little bit of was she bit of a little I of a little bit who a little bit of a little yeah, I love it about her. Oh, She's
1: a great Chrissy. Yeah, Aww, are we going to go see so her? Glad. Let's go see her on Twitter. Yeah, you Let's want to go, go to the National? <laughs> yes.
2: Welcome back to Nashville is here. Perform. Yeah. Oh, thank yeah. you so much for coming. Oh, you've been so wonderful. Thank you
1: for
0: joining us. Oh, yeah, I'm sure we could have talked for yeah hours yeah <laughs> um I'm glad to be the first woman
1: yes. yes
0: you set the tone you set
1: the tone and now I want a oh. triple date in Nashville with yes. some of your wine and listening yes. <laughs> to you sing, girl
0: yes it's so nice to like officially meet you nice to meet you too it's So lovely and congrats on your move and I hope thank you jacker can do. you say bye? <gasps> bye 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 bye
1: See you later, <laughs> Scout. I love you. All right, guys. Oh, I love you too. We'll have everything. We'll have all your tour dates um, yes. uh, posted on this, Chrissy. You guys, please make sure you. If you haven't read her book, read her book. Uh, go see this movie when it comes out because I'm sure oh, it's gonna Jared be amazing. It we, yeah, right it <laughs> <laughs> we like the so like, yeah. like, audio book.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys, have a great day out there. Happy Bye. Tuesdays. Bye. 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 hey guys if you want to watch this episode and all of our past episodes join our patreon you'll get early access to each week's episode merch and more go to patreon.com slash to me to watch that is patreon.com slash to me see you guys next week